0: So much of creativity is trying things that might not work. In fact, odds are not in your favor, because if it were easy to do or already proven, one, you'd probably already done it, and two, it wouldn't be that creative. So what is required of creating anything different or new? Let's talk about it. This is the Creative Coachcast with Paul Goldsmith. There are so many great tools and resources to help you create anything you want to create. In fact, there's an endless supply, but they're not particularly helpful unless you have three things, and they all start with E. So the three essential E's of any creative change are this. Number one, you have to decide what is essential. Number two, you have to optimize your environment. And number three, you have to stay encouraged. What's essential change your environment, stay encouraged. If you hear nothing else, that is what I want you to know. Let's take each one. So in deciding what is essential. I've, I've referenced this book before from Greg McCowan, Essentialism. And the simple idea is every day deciding what is truly essential, because you really have got to prioritize. Otherwise, nothing's a priority. And if you really want to impact change, if you want to create something great and new, You have to overcome both internal and external resistance. And a way to do that is get really clear about what is essential for you to accomplish. And this has been proven in the Pareto Principle. 80% of results come from 20% of effort. So if we can predetermine what 20% we're going to focus on to get 80% of the effort, it's going to really help us in the end, deciding on the, the vital few over the trivial many. This is no small effort. Each time you want to work on creating something great, deciding what is essentially true for that project to come to fruition, for that idea to come to life. The second E is environment. And I think this gets overlooked a lot. We just want to power through and get to work when we feel so inspired. But environment makes a huge difference. I mean, think about it. If you want to swim, you have to be in a body of water. If you want to increase your batting average, you have to have more at bats. So much of the tech innovation of the last few decades has come from a very small piece of real estate in California called Silicon Valley. Are the people that live there just that much smarter than everybody else? I don't think so. It's a highly concentrated area where if you wanted to create a great software product, that's a great place to do it because you're surrounded with other like-minded people in that environment. If you want to become a singer-songwriter, you have a greater probability of doing that. If you come to Nashville, Tennessee, or you want to be an actor on Broadway, actually finding a theater or people in the theater to hang around with, you get my point. We sometimes try to create something in the wrong environment. And it's destined to fail just because you haven't surrounded yourself with the right space. You have to make space to create things. And that means surrounding yourself with people that can help you accomplish that. You've probably heard that each one of us is the average of the five people we most surround ourselves with. And I did some reading on this and found out that's not true. It's it's way more nuanced than that. In fact, you're even influenced by the people that know the people that you surround yourself with. In fact, it might not surprise you to learn that if a friend of yours becomes obese, you're 45% more likely to gain weight over the next two years yourself. However, what was surprising to me, and it may... Be also news to you that the research has found that if a friend of your friend becomes obese, your likelihood of gaining weight increases by 20%, even of a person you've never met, of a friend of a friend. So environment is so important. That same study found that uh, if a friend is a smoker, you're 61% more likely to be a smoker. But if a friend of a friend of yours is a smoker, you're still 29% more likely to smoke. And the most incredible part of this research, and I'll, I'll include a link to it in the show notes of this podcast so you can read it for yourself, they also looked at happiness and they found that happier friends make you happier. No surprise there. But if your friend of a friend is happy with their life, you have a 6% greater likelihood of being happy yourself. You know, As they note, 6% might not seem much, but if you got a 6% return on investment, that would be pretty good. happier, I'll take it. So, your environment, the people you surround yourself and the actual space you're in make a huge difference. And in fact, that also leads us to the third essential E of any creative change, and that's encouragement. You have to stay encouraged, surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you in whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Because, you know, the greater the challenge, the more the adversity, and it's going to take that. Somebody believing in you even when you're starting to doubt or doubting whether you can accomplish it. That's where a coach comes in or a close friend that you know is uh, an encourager. Let them in. There are so many people that have encouraged me with a simple text, and it came through at just the right moment when I was questioning whether it was worth all the effort, and specifically just the Creative Coach cast. I have to give a shout-out to Ryan and Farron and Tim and Doug. They go in my encourager's hall of fame. We all need more encouragement. Who are you encouraging? The word encourage comes from an old French word, encourager. I know I'll butcher that, but it just means literally to hearten, to make stronger. Every word of encouragement you give to another person makes them stronger. And we know this when we encourage our children, they do better. And we're all surrounded by so much discouragement. We all have discouragement. We all have insecurities. And so when you encourage another person or another person encourages you, you become stronger. You also have to encourage yourself. And this is probably the hardest part, but it does make a difference. Some call it affirmations. And each day, encourage yourself. Many of us have a negative tape that can play in our head. I believe the thing that holds so many creative people back is maybe a feeling of, unworthiness. And so maybe a daily affirmation for you is, I am worthy. Each one of us are uniquely gifted. We're all of equal worth and value. We have different abilities and experiences and access to different resources, but we know that comparison is the thief of all joy to overcome you know that negativity that bias toward feeling unworthy or that others have you know something we don't what if we reprogrammed our mind to believe that we were worthy that to change from a scarcity mindset that if someone else is successful that makes me feel less successful what if we were both successful i firmly believe that the number 1 thing holding most creatives back from performing at their highest potential is their lack of encouragement. So it starts with encouraging yourself and surrounding yourself with others that will be encouragers to you and and maybe offering encouragement to others so they reciprocate. We need each other. If I can be an encouragement to you, I'd be honored. Just text 559-574-3210. Thank you for listening to the Creative Coachcast. I hope this has been beneficial. And if you like it, please review it and rate it. That way others can find it. And we'll talk to you next time.